Earthlings, and welcome to your weekly dose of newsy infotainment. It's Let's Be Treasonable, coming to you from Treasonable Studios in Los Angeles with your cognitive dissidents on the panel this week. He is a comedian who's originally from San Francisco. He toured for a decade and is now a writer and commercial and film actor in Los Angeles. It is always a pleasure to welcome back to the panel, ladies and gentlemen, Jeffrey Scott Hendrick. What? What day is it? <laughs> what what day is it? Man? Well, we're, we're getting to that part. You, you you've done the show enough. That usually comes about a half hour in when so, we're when we're finishing the intro. Saturday, right? Saturday, got it. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> Welcome I back. First it. first time with us uh, in the new year. So oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> Instead, of like the last the last possible January slot. It it is. It's you know I I should have done more research on this, but I didn't actually care. But you know, five Saturdays in a month. That's a there's something like the the next full moon should be called something or I don't know. There are things, but you know, yeah, Mer- Mercury's still in Gatorade or whatever it is that's <laughs> messing up my whole, I, my I, computer. I prefer the Mercury <laughs> stay where it belongs in Jeremy Piven. Uh, <laughs> Old, so old reference, old but it reference. still works. I know. It still works. Uh, when you don't want to get your ass kicked by David Mamet for bailing out on his play, blame the ahi. <laughs> <laughs> the, the guys who sang Take On Me? No. That's ah. You do know I ask these things to infuriate you occasionally. It bothers me is that you're not actually a dad and you still do dad jokes. It just it's well I have to make up, you know, and it's it's I think I'm one of those people that What kind of people are you? I'm I'm (laughs) Well we're gonna get to that because of book banning later in the show. Ah. But specifically to this conversation, uh where a a lot of times people are, are like you you would be such a great dad. And I'm like, no, I wouldn't. No, no, you would. And usually, like, after two hours of spending time with me, yeah. the, you know, maybe... Yeah, all you have maybe to do is, I was a little quick on the judgment. Dude, look at your houseplants. You don't, you don't want... You can't have a child. No. <laughs> no. Well, you know, the joke I always used to do is yeah they say you should you should dress for the job you want not the job you have and according to my wardrobe my dream job is weekend dad (laughs) 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 Uh, (laughs) you need a few more big booby uh see i'm not that that guy yeah that's it's funny i was uh i'm i'm looking at buying a car and uh this isn't a euphemism you're actually no, looking no, no, no. for okay. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Right. uh but i was i was talking to an uber driver about it and i i don't want to give any you know there's no shame in what i'm looking to buy but they aren't paying me they're not cutting me any discounts so i'm not advertising for them but i mentioned the the model of the car i'm looking for and she was like oh you're a that car guy and i'm like no no i'm i'm not a that car guy but there are a lot of reasons why it would make sense to buy that car. So that's that's what I'm looking at. Oh, is, it, is this the kind of car that says that somebody says, "Oh, nice that car." Nobody. No. Okay. No, I'm All not. Right. I'm not. I, I'm also not that guy. No, I mean, but it, it, it's a hybrid. Um, what guy are you? I'm, 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 well, we're going to get to that. We have to introduce you first, man, oh, man. and then we'll get to what kind of guy I am. 
Again, both 30, of us are 30 minutes into the show. Why are you guys rushing the intro, man? You know how this does. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. But no, it's, it's like I'm, I'm not buying a car to reinforce or rebrand my personal identity. I am buying a car to get me to places as comfortably and inexpensively as possible. So I would think that's why you would buy a car. Why would well, you buy yeah. a car for anything else? Well, if you are, then that means you're trying to be one of those California exactly. guys. Exactly. And you don't want to be that guy. Although, when I moved out here, I had my uh, my old Isuzu Trooper that had the brush guard on the front that was slightly askew from various hatchbacks it had encountered. Uh, <laughs> hey, you live in the Midwest where there's black ice and snowy yeah. roads, you're going to hit some things. But I was I was at work, uh, and this is like months after I'd moved to LA, and I'm working at the Playboy Mansion, and it was it was a particularly nice evening. So instead of going home at the end of the day, a few of us from the office decided to stay there for dinner, and we're sitting out like in the you know in the back sort of parking lot driveway area, and I was parking on the grounds that week, and we're sitting across, like directly across from my car, uh, which is facing us, and there's one who I'm working with, says, well, you know, in L.A., they say, what you drive says who you are. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at my car with, like, the janky <laughs> brush guard, like, <laughs> one of the fog lights busted out, you know? And, <laughs> and and I point to, and she doesn't, I don't think she knew that was my car at that point, but, you know, I point to, point to the car, and I'm like, well, what about that one? Do you think that car says, get the fuck out of my way? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I kind of think it does. I'm like, then I am in the right car for LA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's... I had a Mitsubishi Mirage. I drove out from Colorado. Yeah. yeah. You know, but you, you get yeah. to a point, like there are, thing, there are definitely things I yeah. want yeah. in Most a car. Most of the church girls love me. So um, they would come and get in my car. I could get a lot of church girls, yeah. Bench seat up front? Uh, well, <laughs> the thing is, you know, a lot of, lot of um, uh, blowjobs after sermons. Even after they dip, you know, I got baptized twice. Didn't help me. Is that a euphemism? Yeah, it didn't help me. I came out and got, it was worse. You know, come by my house, we'll pray, Brother Ship. Yes, (laughs) Praise Jesus and all. What what, what church is this? (laughs) Greater Missionary Baptist Church. And the deacons told me to do it. (laughs) Brother Ship, why don't you go on down there, Brother Ship? Brother Ship, you look good. A good girl, Brother Ship. You should take that that girl down there, Brother Ship. I was like, man, wait a minute. You guys want me to do this? Well, shit, we can't do it. We we're, like, too, we're too old. Come back, come back and See, confess if you were a to Catholic, us later. It would yeah. be she's too old. Yeah. So, oh. I was the only twenty-seven-year-old in that church, so I was getting hit on from the eighteen-year-olds all the way up to the forty-five-year-olds. Yeah, yeah. Everybody wanted to. Hey, you know, you know the, yeah. whatever will keep people coming to church. Yeah, you know, they you make that all work. the women could cook. All wanted to cook for me. All of them wanted to cook. Yeah. This isn't Colorado? No, this is here. Oh, this is here. Yeah. Well, and I, I will say, uh, mm. since I was asked to bake for today's show, it has nothing to do with wanting anything. 
Other than the, to keep keep the panel happy. So yeah, I don't think you've ever put that you wanted anything, Dave. No, well, I, I really yeah, don't. I mean, we've eaten many desserts that you've had, and you've never said you wanted anything. No. No, I don't think. Yeah, no, so. it's just about, uh, you know, happy panelists, good show. Yeah. Speaking good. speaking of happy panelists, uh, it is always <laughs> a pleasure to introduce our next panelist. He is a comedian, a scholar, and as you have already witnessed, the black voice of reason. Always a pleasure to introduce Mr. Time and Ship. Welcome, sir. Thank you, Dave. Power to the people. Good to be here with good old Jeffrey. And as we talk about the... Uh, the, the history of black folks coming in today. We may have uh, our first black woman on the panel, you know, and a proud sister, um, you know, that is going to be, as Biden said, I'm going to make us a new. Uh, oh, on the Supreme Court, not yes, on this panel. I, yeah. I'm like, well, first of all, we, you know, we we've had black women on the panel. Uh, sec- yeah. Second of all. Uh, you you invite someone? No. <laughs> Do I need to bust but, out another chair yeah, and a microphone? Like yeah. what's. And one of them, I, I don't know if you guys know, one of them is uh, Stacey Abrams' sister. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. Out of Georgia. Cute. Jeez, what a ridiculously powerful, talented, super cool family. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Holy Parents cow. Parents must have done something right. Yeah. And again, it kills me that she's, the. in addition to being a brilliant political operator and a, and a very smart mind, five romance novels. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, and wait a minute. No man. Yeah. No, no. I mean, you're, you're, she hasn't got time. <laughs> hey, you know, I slipped through the way. All she had to tell me, you know, let's leave the ladder outside the window. I'll come in. <laughs> I'll hit it and leave. You know, that's all you want anyway. They don't want to be, with all that money and talent, no, they, yeah. they don't want you to hang around. Time and call no, me Rapunzel ship. Yeah. Right, paying right paying you to leave. Yeah. As, as we were just not yeah. paying you to leave, yeah, but, we were yeah. discussing before, but in the yeah. context. Yeah. Spank the monkey, choke the chicken. There you go. After there you go. <laughs> It's a barnyard sound. Come on in, boy. That's how we do it down here in Georgia. You you make a mean ambrosia salad? Come on in. I'm trying to, well, because we were talking, you know, about like cooking. And whenever I think of like church ladies cooking, it's always, you know, funerals and, and, you know, church Sunday after church, you know, it's like church picnic. So it's like, well, picnic foods, it's. Mm hmm. Yeah. I don't know, this is where my brain goes, I, you know. Yeah. And now we're all hungry again. Yeah. There's, there's, <laughs> yeah, there's more cheesecake, but there's, uh, there's some uh, pecan pie. Good uh, grief! Yeah, I'm telling you, he loves. He, he, you know, fat it's, I, I got a dinner party coming up in a in a couple of weeks. You know, so it's like, what are we, what are we doing? You know, it's it's sample cooking time. It's okay. it's uh-huh. auditions. You know, these are these are like my self tapes for for a dinner party. How is it you bake all these things and you don't look like the Michelin Man yet? Uh, I'm. I'm still like packing my COVID twenty, <laughs> but it's it's because I I don't want to be the Michelin Man. So yeah. uh, I you know well, feed my neighbors, yeah. feed my friends. <laughs> feed my hey, animals. remember, don't do your own product. You know, don't do your own product. No, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. don't yeah. get high on your own supply. Yeah, it- <laughs> yeah. And he don't you know, and he doesn't do that with. The, Say hello to my little cheesecake. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's. I, I mean, I believe me, I I love. The things food wise that I make, uh, comedy wise, most of the time. But we're <laughs> focusing on the food. Uh, but but half of the fun of it is is feeding other people yeah. and and making other people happy. Mm-hmm. And especially, and I've noticed this a lot throughout my life, mostly in the years when I had the long hair and all the piercings. Uh, say what you will 
but it really lowered people's expectations. <laughs> so it made it that much easier to amaze people by merely being competent. Right. And then if I actually put effort in, you know, and so people know me, they think of me whatever they will from, from what they perceive through comedy and whatever else I put out into the universe. And apparently most of that leads people to think, keep this boy out of the kitchen. You know, he, he will not know what he's doing in there. And so when I proved them wrong on that point, even though that's not the intent, it's like, holy shit, this, well, I, you, know, you make amazing shit. And then, you know, a lot of it, people are like, oh, you're pothead? Uh, well, yeah, of course you know how to make tasty food. Yeah, well, I, But then you've got several years of showing up to dinner parties, potlucks, barbecues, with everyone going, is there weed in that? It's <laughs> like I don't, I don't cook pot food. I, I right. cook food for, well, for everyone. But people who have enhanced themselves will <laughs> certainly get a lot of enjoyment out of it. Yeah. I told my girl. Uh, she said, "So, what do you know? How to do I said, "I know nothing." How come? I said, "Do you want me to lie to you?" Because she was asking me, you know, I want you to come over and help me build this. I said, do you know how to do No, I don't know how to do that. Well, you haven't even tried. I said, I can tell you, I don't know how to pull an engine out of a fucking car. Right. Okay. My dad right. did not teach me that. With, with your knees. Yeah, right. <laughs> you're right. Because yeah. if you, if you yeah. lift with your back, no, you're, you're just done. asking I mean, for you know, And I just told you, you, know, you always tell me you don't know anything. I don't. You know, but the things I do know how to do, you know, I don't get any compliment for that shit. You know, you call me a weirdo. You know, but yet when I tell you I don't know, so so, how is that TV put up, Dave? Is there, is there that? You're telling uh, me? There's a uh, yeah. There's like a, a rack. You know, the the, the, the that hangs on the wall. Yep. Did you put it up? I did. How did you put it up? Did you, you, you did you know how to put it up? Basically, yeah. Right. Is I it mean, easy to put up. If you know what you're doing. Right. So well, she just asked me to do that. Okay. And I told her I don't know how to do that. Well, you haven't even that. There's directions and there's things, you know, because she wants to hang her television in her office. And I just said, I don't, you know, I, I said, you've been better off asking me, hey, can you help me put this up? Right. But you didn't do that. You came and started saying, well, you know, I'm, 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 you know, I'd like for you to help me, but you always tell me you don't know anything. You don't know. I, I really don't. I've never done it. But, but, but you have a penis. Right, but I'm don't you don't you know I, how to do I, everything I will, manly, manly? Well, like I was that? gonna say, yeah, I just I did not use my penis in putting up this this TV. It was most of the work was done by the drill, which, as contextually we've already established, not a euphemism. Not a euphemism. Right. Now my my elliptical machine that looks like the ones you see in the gym. Yes. I bought me a six pack of beer. I sat everything down. I spread it out. Yeah, I put it together. But did you mount it on a wall? See, that's the right. that's the thing. When people like get, a, oh, you're you're saying you don't know how to do this. It's like, well, because if I say I do know how to do it, and you're going to be really upset with me when the TV falls off the wall, right? Right, and that's what I'm saying. I don't. You know, it's like saying, when when are people going to actually say I don't know? Okay, because the more oh, I know say, this one. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> just say you don't know, because the more you say you don't know, the more you'll fucking learn. But I said, you know, whereas my girl will tell you all the time, oh, I know, I know, I know. So I say I don't know. So you can say, you know, so, so I and I told her I don't lie. That's uh, 
I don't know is way more empowering than people think. I've been trying to tell her that yeah. for the longest. You said you went all. I said you went all the way to college. Will I pass to... this class, Mister Hand? Uh, I don't, don't know. <laughs> I'm going to leave these words on the chalkboard right. for the rest of the day. <laughs> what a dick! Right. <laughs> Do you hear about the surfer dude who stabbed a teacher this morning? No. No, he was. Oh, oh that's uh, right. No, I was there. Just... Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I was there. All he did was call him a dick. <laughs> No, that's I I I think that is uh, one of the biggest problems is that there there's an assumed competency and there is a devaluation. It's there's an assumed there's an assumed incompetency too though if you say I don't know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But it's it's the thing of like, well, is it's kind of like everything happens for a reason. Like is is <laughs> I don't know the supposed to be the end of the conversation or if, is it I don't know let's learn well you know there's a book called the um, uh, it's a book on stupidity that, that they, they put out but <laughs> the art a, of the deal no no no, uh. no it's called the basic the, uh, it's, a, it's called the basic um, something of stupidity I'd gotten a book out of, it was in the library and when I saw it I could really they wrote this shit and they put a book a guy actually because he talked about stupidity right and how that you know, uh, the more you learn, the more you find that you don't know. Correct. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and so when I said I was at the lounge and I said this shit, and the guy says, "Excuse me, I don't really. You trying to you trying to call me stupid? No, I just said no. you don't know." I said, I said also, I said you didn't hear anything I fucking said. What you thought, what you heard in your mind is I called you stupid. I said, you know, all of those people who think they know really don't fucking know. And it'd be better <laughs> if you sat up and said that you don't know. Right. There's nothing wrong with saying you don't know. It doesn't make you stupid. It, what makes you stupid is when you don't want to acknowledge that you don't know. Or when you don't want to know. Right. Ah, uh, that's yeah. That's I, that's not stupidity. That's 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 something else. It's like if willful ignorance. Willful ignorance. That's the term. It's like when you, the person walks. You know, first he came into my apartment. and says, "You know, you're you should. You know, do you ever think of cleaning your house?" And I said, "When I'm in the mood, I will clean it." Like I got up this morning, I was in the mood to 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 vacuum my floor. It's when you want to do this on the time. No, I don't. <laughs> I said, I said, I'm being honest with you, motherfucker. I don't feel like cleaning my apartment. There are people, I'm sorry that there you go to some guy's house and it's squeaky clean, right? But they, mind you, he's got some issues. Don't think this because his place is, you know, I mean, and then you go over his house and there's a can out of place and he loses his mind, you know? I'm sorry. And trust me, guys, you know, who is it? Uh, women used to get beat for that. You know, my, my girl dated a guy that all the cans and shit or somebody left a cereal box open and he fucking swept the whole table, all the dishes off and, and, and went ballistic because someone left a cereal box open. Yeah. And But you're bugging oh, but me. What a, what a great opportunity to have to mop the floor again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but you're bothered with me because I won't clean my apartment. I said, no, I don't feel like it. You've got to be in the mood sometimes to do something. Oh, God, yeah. Like cooking. Sometimes you don't feel, you know, Guys, all just sitting around, dude. I got gout. Well, you should maybe you should stop uh, eating that particular pizza. Oh, I'm not gonna do that, dude. Then you're gonna keep gout, motherfucker. What, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, it's just guys are sitting there arguing. I don't want to argue. But <laughs> guys sitting there, he's 
chain chain eating shrimp complaining yeah. about his gout. Yes. <laughs> you know that uh, I don't want to hear it. Chomp, chomp, chomp. And he's sitting out front. Mind you, he's bragging about his Mercedes and all the land and everything he bought and everything. I said, but you forgot something. I said, what? You forgot the gout. How, he said, how are you going to drive that Mercedes without said, your legs? And you're carrying a child. I said, dude, you're big enough to, you're carrying a child. You probably got diabetes and all other kinds of shit. I said, you're never going to enjoy any of that crap. And you probably can't fuck because the minute you have a good nut, you might end up with a heart attack. <laughs> and so one said, damn, shit, you're just, well, it's true. <laughs> you know, I'm not sitting there going, he's bragging about all this shit. He ain't going to be around to see it. You might as well give it to somebody because you, 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 you already got gout. Can't eat shrimp. You can't do. Stop it. Remember, I remember when gout used to be like exclusively for 17th century monarchs. You yeah. Know? <laughs> <laughs> like that was a rich, fat, corpulent guy's yeah. disease. And now. It was yeah. something to aspire to. <laughs> <laughs> it was a status symbol. Oddly. Hey, you could be like the guy at my job who's got, got the four toes cut off and eating a Carl's Jr. burger. And drinking Mountain Dew and tell you that the vaccine is full of shit, that the aliens <laughs> brought that shit in. You could be that guy. Yeah. Babe, I, they were legal aliens. Tell them that. They were, you know, those yeah. guys, those guys all They came through up. Roswell. They, they, through, they did their what? thing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Hey, did you, you, you know, as a Jew. Uh, tight. Um, uh, Ma, the, the, the book Maws? Is it Mouse. Called? Mouse. Yeah. Tennessee wants mm-hmm. that book gone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't talk about the Holocaust now? It well, not hurt not people's if it, feelings. Yeah, not if it paints the Nazis in a bad light. Yeah, you forget there are good people on both sides. Yes, well, aren't these the same Nazis that they were treating better than the brothers who were fighting for the fucking war? That they treated the Nazi criminals over here better than they treated brothers who were fighting in World War Two. Oh yeah, you see, we had Operation Paperclip. We didn't have Operation Hairpick. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Power to the people. <laughs> On yeah. that note, yeah. yeah, tell us who you are. Boy. Yeah, we might want to do that. Uh, just uh, for, for the record, yeah. uh, state your name, uh, where you're from. <laughs> we uh, like we like your song. We'll we'll get the rest of the information afterwards. But... For now, we'll call them all the anthem. State your name, where you're from. Play your song. Yeah, you're first. Yeah. First. And that book is it's called Moss or Moss? Mouse. 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 M A U S though. Yeah, yeah. Well Mouse. German. So that's the German spelling for mouse. Oh. Yeah. Where have you been, yeah. Herr Ship? <laughs> you have to tell the black man something. I, you know, because yeah, this, this, is, is, this is how we learn. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So if you sit there to brother, that's that's, that's mouse. No, motherfucker, that's moss. That's mouse. No, motherfucker, mouse. But then the Germans called it mouse. Well shit, you ain't in Germany, motherfucker. You in the United States. That, that, they don't know what the hell they don't know how to spell. Well, and see, that's that's how Los Feliz <laughs> becomes Los Feliz. Yeah. I'll be like my brother. Man, how you spell that Kahaka? I said, what the fuck? You mean Kawanga? Yeah. Co- 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 <laughs> is that what that's saying? Yeah, them motherfuckers don't know how to spell their name. I said, James. That's, yeah, it's it's funny. I was recently like in a discussion on, uh, I think it was on Twitter, but like talking about American pronunciation of foreign words Mm -hmm. proper names that are used like as the names of towns for instance uh any french speaker would guess that i grew up in the town next to deplan but in truth i grew up next to desplaines you know as we already mentioned uh we're we're fairly close to los filas (laughs) people say progressive Um, or progressive they say progressive some people say progressive well yeah but i mean like that's 
that's just different pronunciation of an English word. I'm talking about like Versailles, Missouri, or Cairo, Illinois, yeah. or or, La, or La Jolla, California. Well, see, oh, that's yeah. that's one that I I firmly believe was named by Jerry Lewis. La Jolla, oh, yeah. oh, with the things I oh, nice surfing and sand, <laughs> lots of rich white people. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> I want to be a clown. <laughs> the day of the clown. <laughs> oh, don't I know? Uh, still, still waiting for that to show at the New Beverly. <laughs> don't hold your breath. A, a boy can dream. <laughs> a boy can dream. Who is this dreaming boy? Well, that would be me. I am Doctor David Robinson. I am among many other things. You're Vin Scully for the impending apocalypse, and as we sit here on the verge, potentially, of World War III, or is it just Vladimir Putin craving attention? Who knows? Maybe we do, maybe we don't, but we'll be talking about that, about Mouse, about Matt Gates, and so many other things. But first, a message from our sponsors at Community Spread. It's morning in America. And people are waking up to the great taste of community spread. I kind of want toast, but it can be so boring. Butter, margarine, jams, jellies. I want something new. Here, try this. It's community spread. But you've already taken a bite out of it. What are you, smooth down there? Try it. Whoa, that's sick. But what's in it? What's in community spread? We're still waiting for the CDC to let us know. Well, it's deli- Wait, did he just say the CDC? That's right. Community spread. Available at... Actually, I don't know where I got it. No, but seriously, back to that CDC thing. And it's not just for toast. Pancakes, waffles, sandwiches... Why, there's no telling where it'll show up. Community spread isn't recommended for older adults or people with chronic health conditions. Stop using community spread if you've experienced difficulty breathing or shortness of breath, persistent pain or pressure in the chest, bluish lips or face, new confusion, or an inability to arouse. Community spread. From the folks who brought you, I can't believe I'm not better. It's the toast-topping sensation that's sweeping the nation, and there's nothing you can do about it. And new from the makers of Community Spread, it's Unmitigated Spread Variants. If you barely acknowledged Community Spread before, try Unmitigated Spread Variants, available in Omicron Variant everywhere, now, and when you least expect it. Unmitigated Spread Variants, it's time for another peak. Speaking of time, it is the fifth Saturday of the year, which we established earlier, and being the 29th of January, that also means it's National Puzzle Day, National Corn Chip Day, National Seed Swap Day, and as I am just learning from the news flashes coming over the phone device, it is also the day that Tom Brady announced his retirement. No kidding. Yeah. The Bucks stop here. <laughs> waka waka. <laughs> so did, is he taking Rob Gronkowski with him? Uh, no clue. I mean, I'm just, you know, right. just reading the headlines as they uh, come in on the phone here. No so. kidding. Yeah. Wow. End of an era. Yeah. It's, it's funny because I have been uh, taking advantage of the Facebook uh, Your Memories feature. Okay. And being that I pretty much exclusively use Facebook for jokes and to promote comedy stuff, most of my memories are, are it's just like uh, watching old weekend updates, right. you know, but <laughs> written by me and, and some of them are actually pretty fucking funny. And there was one I came up 
uh, sometime last week, uh, but from a few years back, with a uh, German opera being written about Tom Brady called Deflator Balls. Uh, <laughs> and it's... <laughs> I, I guess that will no longer be a problem in the NFL. Uh, all, all the balls will be filled to capacity. So is Aaron Rodgers going to follow in his jet stream? Who knows? <clears throat> you know, Aaron Rodgers, uh, outside of uh, not not making it to the Super Bowl this year, and this, this Chicago Bears fan couldn't be happier. Nah. As a Niners fan, I would just like to point out he's never beaten the <laughs> Niners in the postseason. So let me ask Ever. you. Ever. <laughs> big big game tomorrow. Huge game, yeah. Are, are you pulling for the Niners? Of course, I'm pulling for the mm, Niners. That's, I gotta that's, ask. That's my old hometown. That's you know you can leave your town, you don't leave your team. So that's one of the things about being a Bears fan is you know, and also Cubs fan. Postseason never really mattered to me. <laughs> you know, I mean, like when the Cubs you, made it to the series a few years ago. You know, and I mean, a lot of times, like I remember going to a game uh, in in Chicago, and I still lived there when we won the division. And that was fucking awesome. Yeah. You know, and, and everyone's uh, next stop World Series. You know, yeah. we all knew. We all knew. And no. it wasn't until years later. And look it what was... it did to the universe. It threw everything into a ray. Um, <laughs> it, so, was, it was all worth it to see the look on Bill Murray's face. When, when, very they, true. when the final out was recorded, you got to see his inner 12 year old break. <laughs> yeah. In a great way. No, it was beautiful. But yeah. So, whoops. Sorry. I'm hitting your mic there. Um, <laughs> Rams, Rams, Niners tomorrow. Uh, 60, they say 65% of the stands is going to be Niner fans. Which is odd because I know, I don't know if it was the stadium or the Rams organization itself, but they were trying to limit ticket sales it was the, to people with uh, Southern California or LA area uh, yeah, zip codes. Good luck with that. Yeah, you had a bunch of displaced Bay Area people already down here going, I'll buy your tickets. So, it, you know, whatever. Yeah, uh, it happened two weeks ago when they played down here. Uh, Stafford had to go with a silent count because there were so many Niners fans, right. rock, raucous Niner fans in the stands. And guess what? That's football, baby. Exactly. You don't you don't like the circumstances? Get another job. It's kind of like you know police who complain that my job is dangerous. Didn't know that going in. Kind of did. You, did you assume it was mostly going to be spreadsheets? You you know whose job is more dangerous than cops? <laughs> Race Tra car drivers, trash men. Uh. Well, hey, dentists have a higher suicide rate than hey, cops. There are no brothers. On, there are no brothers on the bomb squad either. No, no brothers on the bomb squad. Do you know that? Like anywhere? No. Why? That can't be true. That can't be true, is it? I mean, I mean statistically, how, I, many, how many brothers are going to join the bomb squad? Why I don't know do any. Like, <laughs> why I, don't, I only know one person who joined the Here bomb comes, squad. Hit me with the joke, no, because time is. I know. I'm going to ask you, who, who's the, what brother you know is joining the bomb squad? Man, his friends are going, man, that's a setup. Don't take that job. They're going to blow your ass up, man. Just like a brother. They knew he was going in there, and the dude told him he cut the wrong motherfucking wire. And they got it there. Which wire did he cut? They told him to cut the black wire. And he should have cut the red wire. And they blew his ass up. And, yeah, my friend would do shit like that. You know, He'd be sitting in a room full of white people, and he'd go, you know there ain't no brothers on the bomb squad. And white people go, you know, I never thought about that. Why aren't there any black black guys on the bomb squad? Yeah, yeah. And, and in SWAT, the old oh, TV series. Always bet on black. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on the old TV show SWAT, it was uh, it was a black guy that killed most of the people. Uh, Terry was the sharpshooter. 
Yeah. And then he had a hell of a body count. And it was one of those weird things that I never noticed until I had a guy in my speech class or my speech teacher was sort of woke before that was a term. Ice T had a hell of a body count. <laughs> <laughs> still and, does. They put out an album like last year, I think. Yeah. So, you know, still rocking. Yeah, and, and now he's making cold calls with Steve Austin. Yeah. <laughs> Your clothes get dirty. You know, it's funny because there, there are people dirty. who who complain about, oh, well, you know, he, he lost his street cred. And, and it's like, shut up. You know, first of all, if, if Breaking 2 didn't do that for him, because uh, he was he was acting way before uh, SVU. Look, yeah. Neil deGrasse Tyson is called a sellout. I, yeah, we were talking about that last week. The I, thing I, is, it's how like, do you do that? You're you're an astrophysicist, motherfucker. You know, you, I'm already you know, talking shit. You know who's you don't a know. sellout? You know, <laughs> Candace Owens. Yeah. Oh. Uh, ben Carson. Yeah. These people, like, if if you're trading the butt, like, it's America. The Almighty Dollar is called the Almighty Dollar for a reason. Right. Almighty. Now, depending on what you do to get it, if you're a turning against everything that you have purported to believe in, if you are selling your own people out just to to keep your ass above ground for two minutes more, then sure, sell out. But just being successful at doing what you want to do, not a sellout. No, you know you know the astrophysicist who's a sellout. Brian May of Queen. <laughs> he decided to go. He he sold out to rock and roll instead of astrophysics. So there's your sellout in the science department. I, I, I just you know when, when you know the dude and the guy who said he's he's so shipping an Israeli Jew, the black dude. Cause he follows the he follows. The, Is he one of the black Hebrews? Yeah, he, black, he, yeah, 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 yeah. So okay. you know, so he says you know, and the main guy be talking all the racial shit. And I said, wait a minute, man. How are you going to go after uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson? I mean, it's like the dude is, is an astrophysicist. Motherfucker, you ain't even talking his language. <laughs> well, you know, but dude, God. And dude, I said, dude, I don't give a fuck. That dude is talking some, you know, you know what he told the guy? I said, well, man, you know, he, I said, he's not going to tell you. He's not worried about going to hell because he already stated, take my body and give me back to the earth and let the earth grow upon me. And the, I mean, who tells how, you some shit like how that? How much, how how much more spiritual can you get than that? Right? <laughs> Come on. But, well, the, the, I mean, but it depends. And this is like, because I know a little bit about the Black Hebrews, because knew some of them when I lived in Israel. But what doesn't jive with me, like in terms of Judaism, is because Judaism is largely about questioning. Right. And you know, we we have like a whole book right. that is rabbis arguing about shit in the Bible, and <laughs> and. Maybe coming to a conclusion, maybe not. But the the Talmudic scholars, and this is what's important. We we had a, we is, had a nice discussion about it. We had a nice talk, and we had some nice nauseous. That's all you need. What was served? <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like it's it's more the in my experience the Christian based religions that that are all about don't question, do not you know right. And and so the the idea because thinking about astrophysics from a limited biblical standpoint because let's face it i am i am not a biblical scholar but it's it's the difference between ezekiel seeing lights in the sky and wheels in the sky and 
going back to our previous discussion about journey before the show, <laughs> they will keep on turning. <laughs> but, and also going back to what I was saying earlier about everything happens for a reason. Is, is it enough to see the lights in the sky or do we want to know what the lights in the sky are and why they're there? Ah, mm-hmm. see, if we, if we don't know what the lights in the sky are, though, we can have people tell us what they are. But a bing. And then we can't argue with them. Yeah. Wheels in the sky keeps on turning. That's the one. And I don't know where I'll be tomorrow. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> he went all out, didn't he? He did. It's, you know, it's not about the destination. It's, it's about, about the journey. She <laughs> uh, uh, uh. walked into that one. Oh, he man. was setting you up. I, yeah, and you're from the Bay Area, man. Like, how do you not just instantly catalog every possible journey joke in your head? Because I'm not 12. <laughs> you were. Yeah. <laughs> right, when this music was popular. You, 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 you've, you, lost, you, you've lost yourself, man. I've lost that loving feeling, I know. You don't have to Whoa, worry. That loving feeling? <laughs> it's gone. Gone. Right. Gone. Gone away? Yeah. Gone. Yeah, you don't have to worry. He will be he'll be the guy right before they shoot him to crack a joke. <laughs> he said, Is there any last words? Hey, can you? He's got one. He's got one. <laughs> Even if he was getting a I, guillotine. I, I, I do, but that. they're not coming to me right now. So if you can just hold off until I think of them. Until then, I've just got a lot of preceding words. Do you have any last words? Yes, please don't shoot me. <laughs> Those are my last he words. He did say please. I said please. <laughs> God. So did you catch the footage of Marjorie Taylor Greene listening to people bag on her in the public call-in? on a No. Oh, in a Georgia public television station. She was sitting there, and a woman just called. and You're a disgrace. God bless Joe Biden. And she's just sitting there like somebody hit her in the face with a pie. That's beautiful. What are you going to do? Okay. We more of that. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Marge, everything happens for a reason. God, I hope so. <laughs> Man, Are they, yeah. If they produce the visitors' logs, which eventually they're going to have to, it's going to show her and Bobert and Madison Cawthorn, Hawthorn, whatever that Cawthorn, Cawthorn, that rolling dunder. Um, <laughs> they all gave tours to the people that came and tried to stop the peaceful transfer of power days before January sixth. Odd how that happens. Oh, weird. It's it'll be really interesting to to see what happens because as someone on one of the MSNBC shows pointed out this week the the January 6th committee they they already have the answers you know it's like most people say regarding lawyers or trial lawyers anyway <laughs> when you've got someone on the stand you do not ask a question that you do not already have the answer to. Ever. And <laughs> as we've seen in the letters that the committee are sending to people, like the letter that went to Ivanka yeah. a couple weeks ago, it, I mean, it lays it all out. Like, so we know this, 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 and this. And uh, we'd like you to come in and, you know, chat, uh, just answer some yeah. questions. Yeah. And it, it's like, Guys, they they are just like, you are coming in to dot I's and cross T's. You are not coming in to provide any answers because they already know the answers. Yeah. We're, yeah, they're just here to hang all this on your heads. Yeah. Now, yeah. it remains to be seen if they're actually going to do anything about it once they get the facts out there, Merrick Arlen. But, I mean, if you if, if they're coming at... The one guy gave up Gates. I mean, Gates is he can he can. Oh yeah, up. his party buddy. Yeah, yeah he, well, and whoever that someone uh, decided to cooperate, 
Yeah, they can cancel Christmas. The the, the lawyer who worked with Giuliani, she's done. All these guys, they're, they're laying them out. I mean, you don't want to come in? Don't come in. Not That's all right. Not gonna... Sidney Powell time and not... Not the woman who had the Kraken in her back pocket. <laughs> Smoking you know, Kraken. Smoking yeah. Kraken. I mean, you know, and... and <laughs> you know, very and, Swedish. Uh, Smoking Kraken. <laughs> yeah. And then so one of the guys at the lounge who says to me, hey, you know, you know why they're doing their whole Russian thing. I said, why is that? To, to, you know, because the... Um, you need that because the pandemic isn't going well for Ben. So to cover up the pandemic... I said, really? They should be going after China. I said... You know, you guys have made China this this whole thing. I'm not saying China ain't doing no dirt. I'm not saying that, but you weren't saying all this shit when Trump was in office. You're only saying, and also every fucker that says he's an independent, he's lying. He's an undercover Republican. <laughs> all of them are undercover Republicans. They all you sound like a Republican. <laughs> you walk like a Republican. You talk, and you know, and that's it. You, you Dennis Prager loving fuckers. You know, oh, you know Jesus, <laughs> that guy. Yeah. Well, speaking of Biden and the response to COVID, we are 375 days into the Biden administration. And as of today, we've got... Timberney. 881,584 Americans who are dead from the coronavirus and 73,961,907 confirmed cases with about 249.5 million people having gotten at least one dose of the vaccine, with about 211.3 million of them fully vaccinated, and only 87 million of them who are also boosted, including the three in this room. So yep. we got that. No, 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 Ed, I think we're going to keep going. We're going to keep going, Ed. Have you gotten carded yet at a restaurant here in L.A.? Uh, yeah, actually went out. I mean, I've. I've gone to a few bars and concerts right. and like, you know, small no, like no, local just, bands and I'm stuff. I'm talking regular restaurant. Went to a restaurant last night yeah. and, and got checked. I, I went to my local Chinese place and she was like, card? Yeah, sure. Oh, sure. Blame the Chinese. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, man. No, I, mean, I will give an unsolicited plug for my friends at New Flavors over in Culver City because they, they have the old school Chinese. Like they have chop suey on the menu and they have egg foo young on the menu. Yeah. Oh, right on! Like traditional. Yeah, and they're a they're a combination Chinese slash Hawaiian joint. So I'm gonna have to get this information because I know we're months away from Christmas, but uh, I'm I'm thinking maybe this will be the year that it is safe to uh, go to a Chinese restaurant again. I I picked up on Christmas Day from them because <laughs> I was sort of feeling my grandfather's roots pour through me. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm not going home. We're not doing a big thing. I'm gonna binge some stuff and get Chinese food and kind of, you know, get my. We're uh, having it tonight, me and the girl. There you go. Nice. Having the old Chinese tonight. <clears throat> I enjoy hurting myself with hot mustard, like on an egg roll. Oh, I was gonna ask. What about little... what about eating? <laughs> <laughs> like I slather my fucking spring rolls in that stuff. Yarp, and then the tears and the bright red face. Like, you okay? Yeah, I'm loving this. Great way to clear out the sinuses. Yeah. It hurts, but I think it's healthy on some level, I I, hope. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I I would tend to agree. And and yeah, Chinese mustard, like, honestly, like, if you're making, this is one of the things that a lot of, you know, we were talking about uh, my, my cooking acumen earlier. Soup is like a great 
medium for for sauces and things. And like if you've ever had pho, you probably already yeah. know this because you know you're you're throwing some sriracha in there, maybe a little hoisin. Hoisin, also a Jerry Lewis creation. Uh, <laughs> that girl is hoisin I with the things. Um, but yeah, like if you're making like chicken soup at home, throw a little hot mustard and a little Chinese mustard in there. Ooh. Bada bing, bam. Oh, all right. That's, yeah. All right. Some fucking like. What are you trying to do to a guy? Bring you know, out the give, heat, you, give you a little kick. Or, or, or like, uh, you know, uh, gochujang. Uh, mm, also, like a look, great yeah. little soup additive. Uh, give you a little bit of spice. I put uh, nori uh, furikake in my. Ooh. Kaki, who? Not bukaki, you freak. <laughs> Furukaki. Like Watch the kaki. All I heard was the kaki. <laughs> you know, I've heard don't get kaki, but they, you know. uh, it's uh, uh, toasted sea, uh, toasted sesame seeds and seaweed and salt. <laughs> and you you pour it on rice, or you throw it in egg salad or tuna salad. Uh, yeah, well, that's should call it other than kaki. They were kind of, Hey, there's you know, there's there's like four different blame, kinds of furikake. There you go with the whole kake. I'm telling you, you, you get it, furikake. There's there's an aisle in the Japanese supermarket that would make your head explode. Wow. <laughs> or at least give you weeks of material. Yeah. <laughs> so to the mouse that Timon had brought up earlier, and not just Art Spiegelman's mouse, which Pulitzer Prize winning, mm-hmm. brilliant. Yeah. And for those who who don't know, Art Spiegelman's father uh, was a Holocaust survivor. And the graphic novel slash comic book, it was originally serialized in Raw Magazine, which uh, Spiegelman and his girlfriend published, like, artist stuff, like, really cool. Mm -hmm. And it's his dad's story Story, of being in the Holocaust. And also, a lot of it is about how he lives with his father as... A survivor, you know, basically what the experience, you know, what stayed with his dad Mm -hmm. afterwards. So, like, everything from, like, hoarding tinfoil, you know, and things that, you know, like, behavior that he learned as a a child in the camps, like, before he was, you know, the camps were liberated and he got out. But it's it's an amazing story. And the the Jews are, are depicted as mice. The Nazis are cats. The poles are are drawn as pigs. Uh, the French are drawn as frogs. So there is, a, you know, there is some some humor in there. But apparently, in the minds of a lot of Southerners, uh, this is too disturbing for the kids to know about. So we we need to take this out of the schools. And uh, once again, we'll we'll put this in the files of wish I had written down who it was. But uh, saw that someone on Twitter. And extrapolating from Mouse and the Holocaust to everything else, you know, they're trying to whitewash down south, mm-hmm. that the people who threw rocks at the uh, young black girl who was trying to go to school uh, are trying to keep their grandchildren from learning about how they threw rocks. That's exactly it, yeah. Well, and also, what about who betrayed Anne Frank? There you go. Well, sure. Blame the Jews. I yeah, mean, that's well, nothing I mean, is nothing is solid. Yet. But I'm just saying, her book. If you know, they don't want to talk about Anne Frank. So I mean, well, really- but I think also, you know, and I maybe this is paranoia, but it's kept my people, you know, alive for thousands of years. The idea of if we can blame this on the Jews, 
then it minimizes the whole experience. Like, oh, well, yeah, okay, you know, oh, Nazis, you know, were, were on the prowl, and so well, family well, had to hide in the attic for years. Well, if it turns out that, well, you know, but who gave him up? Some Jew. So, but everybody then, knows. But even the woman who did the, the 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 historian of the historian, they said the pressure that I mean, he didn't actually see, say but, he didn't actually say they're in here, you know. And you know, the, he says maybe they're over there in that particular building. And she said the pressures, and this is just what I saw in sixty minutes. I don't know the debate. I know what I saw on 60 Minutes and what they were trying to, to talk about. Right, but let me let me reframe this real quick because, you know, as as you have pointed out on the show many times before, like any time there was a black rebellion, who took it down? Someone from inside. Right. And the thing is, is if we if we look at, you know, slave rebellions and whatever, and you wanna well, you know, they they tried to fight back, but you know, they were right. taken down by a slave who who sold them out. Right. So by by blaming and putting all the focus on the one black guy that sold him out, uh-huh. it mitigates all the bad shit white people did that brought them into that situation. Right. Right. And it changes the focus to let's let's talk about how bad black people are. Right. They can't even depend on on their own people. And it's like, well, actually, we're we're having this conversation about how horrible white people have been historically. And and that's really what we're yeah, but no, 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 no. let's leave the white people alone. Haven't the white people suffered enough? This is a, we're talking right. we're talking about the black guy that sold out those slaves. Yeah. Well, that's not what we started talking yeah. about. Yeah, but we do can't you the, the thing is like having it's a both six, sides. There's yeah, but, good but, people on both sides. Yeah, yeah. Well if, but but you know, that's somebody trying to, to hide some shit. I mean, because you know, you can't have the, the sixteen nineteen uh discussion. You know, you don't want to have that discussion because guess what? You know, everyone knows that slavery was about money, and it also put America on the map. America would not even be here. Have some of those, some of those uh, corporations are still rolling today because of that. You're not going to take. I know any oh, saying. You know, look at <clears throat> you know uh, Henry Ford and and what he did to help the the Nazi war machine. Right. Mercedes Benz. Right. They they built the ovens. Well, and and shit. Alan Dulles and Foster Dulles <clears throat> represented the very guys who made the gas. Who fucking was gas and Jews. But and and we were still doing business. IBM was still doing business during World One, War Two. Once again, the Almighty Dollar. Right. And everyone knows. And you know. And it's what it was about. But you cannot hide from truth, and that's what. The, and I, and I always said, you know, when people say, "Oh, they, you know, you're going to make this a racial thing," I said, "You're just the one that's scared." I didn't create racism. You said, "The white man did," and now, it, I mean, I mean, everybody knows Thomas Jefferson did not want to end slavery because he was making money off of it. George Washington didn't want to live, give his part because he was making money. They were getting free fucking labor. You built this country on free labor for 400 years. But we built this city on rock and roll. <laughs> now, you and, knew I knew he was coming with that. Yeah, no, it, it was, it was yeah. right there. Yeah. yeah. Again, another Bay Area band. Yeah. Come on, Jeff. Get he, with us. No, no, but what... No. what I saw, the, I saw the, the, I saw that the light in your eyes. I yeah. knew it was coming. Todd Rundgren. Uh, but that was... 
the the reason I I said that right. not just to to slip another shitty joke in there, right. but also to to let's let's reframe this conversation. And uh, in, instead of yes, this this country was built on slavery and free labor. Let's talk about Starship though, because not enough people talk about Starship, and it's it's the whole thing of. Yes, you know it. It may be true that it was a Jewish neighbor or someone who sold them out, but by bringing that up, and it's in con in the right context, it is important. No, the whole no. truth should get out there. But you have to wonder: is the idea behind bringing that up? Is it to minimize what the Nazis no, did? No, no. Like, I was bringing. I don't know no, what they're going to do. You. No, but I don't know what they're going to do. But my thing is, is if that. Uh, uh, if you don't want the book Mounts out, then you don't want to know about Anne Frank either. You don't want to know anything, okay, because you don't want to deal with your pet. And, and this is the problem. You just can't. You just, I mean, because mind you, some of those people are still alive. Some of the black people who went through Jim Crow are still alive. We, we're living longer. So when you got a guy that just died, he's a hundred and fucking five years old and you said boy you know that black guy he showed talk tie he was, he was all about this wisdom and he was talking about that did he really tell you about the shit he truly went through did he tell you about his homies that were being lynched after they fought in world war one or world war two but you don't want to talk about that you want to you want to minimize that yeah. you critical race theory critical race theory Jesus. they bring that shit up and why are you bringing up that that's that shit doesn't even it's only discussed in college that's just not taught in high school now you want to get rid of martin luther king you don't even want to talk about martin because you know if you go down martin luther king that opens up a, you can't get away from it even if you studied the fbi there's a whole chunk of, of from what j edgar hoover was doing you know when he was you know, bugging Mal uh, 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 Martin Luther Martin King, King right? and talking about him screwing all the women that he screwed and everything. It's like, dude, well, why don't we go ahead and talk about all the all the panties and the shit you were wearing, and and you know, you being the whole freak. Well, that again, you were. we're talking about Martin Luther King right now. We don't need to. Well, we'll get to that eventually. Yeah, and we can't have. <laughs> but his whole thing was, we have to stop these people. One of the black guys at, at my lounge said, "You know, Ty." I kind of agree with the Ku Klux Klan. You know, uh, I ain't got a problem with them wanting to be by themselves and we being with our people. I said, motherfucker, we already tried that. Every time we built something, they burned it down. Why do you think they created the fucking green book? I had to create a green directory, a book, so I can know where all the black places to go. I could not. You told me, land of the free. You know, you got pissed off at Frederick Douglass because he told Thomas Jefferson to go fuck yourself. You're going to tell me to embrace the country and I can't embrace it as my people are not even considered, you know, to be. But, I, but yet, you, you, I'm an abolitionist. I'm fighting for their freedom, but you don't want to let them free because you, you, nah, I don't think that's the thing to do. See, this is see, time. In, it's only three fifths of an opinion, though. That you right. have. <laughs> there you go. I can't win. Yeah, as, can't win. As, and then look at it. As we up, mentioned last week, another uppity nigger. Yeah, <laughs> another uppity nigger talking to, all that shit, getting an edu education. One, one African American. <laughs> Two Americans. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, there you go. Jesus. Got the, and prime example, Mitch McConnell, you know, <laughs> oh, saying God. the dumb shit that he said. You know, and then well, they got all that. They ain't got nothing to worry about. I, how are you telling me not to worry about shit? You know, when I see a relative that has been lynched, those pictures that they showed in in the different magazines of the black guys that were swinging, one of those guys' name is Thomas Ship. He was on his way home from work and they were and 
white woman said she was raped. That's all it took. You know how many guys were lynched because of, we heard a white woman was Oh, my God, we got to go and get them. But yet these are the same white cats who were going raping black women. Oh, yeah. Same white dudes. How many black women were raped? Can't talk about that. It's Can't not, talk not, about. Not a crime uh, when we uh, do it. No, no, no. Yeah. And wait, wait a minute. You, you, you can't. Uh, no. Same with. Uh, you knew how they found out about the. Um, the the, well, the the white dude, the Jew, and the and the brother that they killed uh, in Mississippi. The fucking the whole fucking police department was part of the Klan. Yeah, and and they they found out there was a brother inside of the NAACP who also gave up because there were black people who did not want uh black people want other black people to achieve that they had. They wanted the things to stay See, the now, same. Here's it's something that. I wonder though, like and kind of going off what we're talking about and what we've discussed on this show before is I I have said multiple times, you know, because there there were Jews at the concentration camps, the Capos who were working with the Nazis that it, it's not going to keep you out of the line for the ovens. It's right. just going to make you last in line. And I guess the idea is hoping that, you know, yeah, maybe it'll put me at the end of the line, but maybe this is all going to end before they get to that part of the line. You know, maybe, maybe I'm going to have a really high number in, you know, in the draft and I'm not going to have to worry about serving. And I'm wondering with everything that's going on with the January 6th commission these days and, you know, looking at people like Sidney Powell and looking at all the shit that, that, you know, is coming out that Rudy Giuliani was kind of the head of this whole, hey, let's get different slates of electors and everything. And I wonder how much of it and, you know, when, if these people do testify, I guess we'll, we'll find out, you know, mm -hmm. which the answer will probably be, I plead the fifth. But if that was the same mentality of we can do all the criming we want because ultimately we're going to get pardoned by Donald Trump. Yeah. And that for a lot of the people, like I, I noticed and moving away from politics, one of the headlines that I saw this morning is Joe Exotic has been resentenced to 21 years in prison for, for murder. And, I, you know, it's all the, Carol Baskin's the, the fault. Tiger King guy. Oh, really? And yeah. I know he was one of the people who, as Trump's term was coming to an end, was really trying to get a pardon out of the guy yeah. because Trump was pardoning, you know, pretty much every other random criminal right. so that people would push the focus to look at all these criminals he's pardoning rather than mm -hmm. look at all the crimes he's been doing himself. Right. Well, that was the whole thing. Uh, Pay know, no the, attention the, the, to the man behind the curtain. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, that, that was the whole thing uh, of going, of, of blaming Clinton for everything when he was the actual criminal. You're when the you puppet. Have, yeah. I'm not a puppet. You're the puppet. Right. Yeah. When you're sitting back saying that you're mad because you're, you're saying the Democrats are going after, oh, they're, they're connecting him to the whole Russia thing. It's China they need to pay attention to. It's not Russia, you know, and everything. But it's like, well, wait a minute. But the dude who's really making an ass out of you is the guy who just cut taxes for the rich and you're not getting part of that money. He cut taxes. Musk is the only one that came out. Elon Musk, the only one that came out and said he's paying taxes. The rest, no one else. You don't hear Bezos. None of these fuckers are paying. Money. There's so much money in, in offshore banks. From I mean, you're talking, they said at least $40 trillion sitting off the, somewhere. Just to 
talk about Elon Musk's little tax bill. Right. And the reason I call it a little tax bill, even though it was like, what, $7 billion? Right. It ended up being like 8% right. of his wealth. You right. and I, everybody on this panel is paying between 20 and 35%. Mm-hmm. And, and, tax rate. And that's why they're saying to the American people, you guys are going after the wrong fucking guys. They love us fighting over the crumbs. We're fighting over the homeless problem. But you're holding the pail for the rich because you think they're your fight. Dude, they don't even see you. They don't even they don't even worry about what you're they're not going through anything. We're the ones fighting. Oh, I don't want that in my backyard. I don't want it in my backyard, but you you did see the guys in, in Beverly Hills that said, fuck you, I'm going to keep running my water as long as I want. Okay, but you, you've you been told, but that's because they can pay the fine. They don't give a fuck. Right. They can pay the fine. Yeah. They don't even live in the house. I remember, yeah, Tom <clears throat> Tom Selleck uh, was down in Pacific Palisades. He ran the whole time a couple of years ago they were water rationing, didn't care, paid the fines and didn't care. And I right. thought, what a wonderful example you're yeah. setting for people. This right. is pretty much the, and I got mine, fuck you. Right. And that was the American it. way. Right, and, and, and that has been the whole problem, and that's why we have so many lobbyists in Washington now. I mean, everything is lobbied to that, oh, you're cutting such and such, and that's going to bring something against uh, the small businessman? Okay, yeah, we need to put money into this dude and get this dude to, to get, and so they can stop that. You know, that, that's what the whole thing is. You pay into, you find these lobbyists who will fight for your needs. Well, and you, you yeah. saw the stories this week about the uh, like major Republican donor who just pulled dump trucks of money up to Joe Manchin's house after you know he killed uh, voting rights. Right. And it's like, yeah, guys, it doesn't matter who he caucuses with. Who's, who's paying for him? Who's right. buying him? Right. Well, the funny thing is, is that the, uh, the coal miners' union actually sent Joe a letter that said, hey, the Build Back Better thing is going to be good for us. Could you... Could you please vote for that? And he gave him the finger. Didn't get that letter. It uh, must be on my desk somewhere. I, yeah. Well, I mean, it must be under that big bag of money that Massey Energy sent me. Uh, I, I'm, I'm repre- Well, and that was one That's of the other things. McConnell's you know, with, been with, around for so long. McConnell and Rand Paul—they've been around so long. They have the. I mean, Kentucky survives because New York pays a lot of their fucking taxes. Yeah. You know they. You know, and so you know when McConnell's talking, it's like. His people won't even stop him. They say, dude, why do you keep voting for this guy? But it's not the poor folks. It's the companies and everybody that represent them. They don't give a fuck. All, almost all of the uh, RNC bundling goes through Mitch. Yeah. Like he is, he is a giant spigot of money. And his wife's got money. Her, her, dad's, uh, her dad owns a big shipping company or something, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. yeah one, uh, of, one of his boats got pulled over and it had, I don't know how many tons of cocaine uh, on it. Uh, more, more than two. More than, more than <laughs> recreational amounts, <laughs> shall we say? Yeah. yeah. That, and that, that got glossed over. And that's the thing. you know, Cocaine uh, Mitch. Yeah. You might as well, uh, you, 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 you got to take care of you know, first yourself. But if you, there are so many people who are misinformed, and they're they're going off of this uh, 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 conspiracy theory, uh, you know, buying into they, they'd rather listen to Joe Rogan. They're they're, they're going to go. I mean, this guy goes and tells he's telling uh, Eric Dyson that he's not black enough. You know, he's telling dude, who are you the fucking and you open for Dave Chappelle and you said some shit like this. You know, it's like hey man, and then you got I mean you, you know the guy Peterson. Yeah, Jordan Peterson. Jordan, but this, this, I mean, they think so. And and you know, and uh, Eric Dyson told him, that, "Dude, I will. You want to debate? Let's go. We can go and we can talk to you. You are angry ass white man who's worried about somebody. You 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 spewing this shit. 
and you're thinking somebody's coming to take when, something. On, from you. Like my view of it, and it, you know, should be plainly obvious, especially you've been doing the show with me for right. you know right. five years at this point. It's it's kind of the same way where. Like, as uh, an American Jew, I don't see myself as white because of all the white people, like, in the Midwest growing up. We told, you're not one of us. And, you know, Joe Rogan's statement is that, like, you can't call yourself black unless you are 100% black. Honestly, I, you know, I kind of believe it's one of those racism is in the eye of the beholder so it's you know i mean barack obama is only half black but that didn't stop everyone else from treating them you know the the way that they treat people who they see as 100 percent black you know so it's like if you have suffered the the racism that is suffered by black people in his case or jewish people in my case then you know, I don't care what anyone says. And I am like both sides, 100% Jewish. I, for me, it's the whole whiteness thing of, mm, I, I, I mean, sure, I'm, I, I'm, I'm this color on the outside. But, yeah, people see me as a self-Jew. I'm a stealth threat because I got that anglicized last name. It's a fucked up world. Yeah, I, I think that... Uh, I don't think any less of myself. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, it's, it's okay prime example and everybody's up in arms because of the black chick that he's going to pick a black chick to become mm-hmm. supreme court and i'm like you you that's like uh you know, knowing that finally the bruces are going to get their land back you took it from me over 100 years ago and i did everything right and they said wow they're going to put a black woman in there I'm really hey, black so- women had every opportunity to get on the Supreme Court before now. I don't. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> no, this is, no, they didn't. <laughs> no, you know, and you know, we've had uh, Thomas's ass on there. A guy, a brother who who got yeah, in talk college. Capos. Yeah, well, got into the uh, the college because of affirmative action, and then turned around and went against it. You know, these guys. I mean, the Candace Owens now, who are you know doing all this crazy shit. The, you know, the Larry Elders of the world. You know, and you... The sellouts. Yeah. They don't, you know. Here's the thing. The only reason Clarence Thomas voted against letting all the information for the January 6th committee go forward, because he knows his wife is tits fucking deep in this shit. Jenny Thomas bundled and funded a lot of money to bring busloads of fucking wackadoos to the Capitol on January 6th. She's... That's an album title. Busloads of wackadoos. Busloads of wackadoos, man. Yeah. Ginny Thomas is a seditionist I, twat, and she should be put up against a wall and fucking shot. See, that's it's funny that you bring that up because I'm not. I'm not kidding. No, 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 no. I'm, no. I'm, I'm, I, I'm I, done I being nice to are. these people. But I, I, what I think is really hilarious, and and you're gonna you're gonna see skid marks both on the ground and in the shorts of of the seditionists, the people who have been like going to everything from school board meetings to people who are in their state legislatures to people who are in the United States Congress of, well, you know, these, these reporters and these investigators, these people who are seeking out the truth, they're they're They should be shot. They should be. And I, they're criminals. And I think when it is pointed out to anyone, you know, who, I don't know how, but still has a doubt of who the actual criminals are. So, well, I, I think we should be fair. 
I, you know, I think let the punishment fit the crime. Um, let's let's go to uh, your speech from the House floor. What did you say should be done to seditionists? Oh, they should have their fingernails pulled out and be shot like dogs. All right, uh, put your hand on the table. Let me get the pliers. Huh? Yeah, it didn't, I didn't. It, that was I supposed to happen me. to someone else. Yeah. You know, it's it's like when Trump wanted to start deporting. You know, everyone darker than a birch tree. And and all his MAGA heads were like, "Oh fuck yeah, let's do it, let's get rid of it." Wait, no, you're you're taking Pedro, who owns the restaurant where I I bring my family every Sunday, but he's one of the good ones. Yeah, that, well, that that you know the lie is is that um, you know all the immigrants, all these homeless immigrants, like no motherfucker. Those immigrants that are coming here, those so-called illegals that you're talking about, they come in here to work. Those homeless are white folks. Those homeless are people who grew up in America, who are born and raised here. That's your homeless. These are people who used to live in paradise. Uh, what is it that that burned down? Paradise. Oh yeah, up north. Yeah, I mean those people lost their homes. They didn't have enough insurance. They're homeless. They're the ones in all these damn trailers. And if those aren't Mexicans. Can't the church take care of them? Oh, there you go. <laughs> Another good point. You know the church. I mean, remember uh, they? What's his name? Um, uh, Joel Olstein. Olstein would not allow uh, people in his church. This well, it was uh, there was there was water on the road, Timon. There was water on the road. Right. Well, my friend friend of mine told water, me he said, "Well, he said, <laughs> you know, you just can't go in the church. You just can't go in God's house." I said, "You don't understand. The people are the church. That's a fucking structure. That's yeah. who you, you don't go." And t- I said, "You know, you, yeah, I said you guys forget. That's what I'm saying. If Jesus did show up, y'all would whoop his ass." Well, there is no damn way you would let him. Man, who is this coming in these dirty ass sandals and shit? Don't leave them crap, man. Well, you know, man, and why are you walking around like that with that old ass? You know, and why aren't you white? <laughs> right? Yeah. Jesus, right. no yeah. fucking kidding with that question, right? Yeah. How come you don't look like Lucretia Borgia? Yeah. <laughs> damn your eyes. Yeah. Be like when I was in uh, what was in Salt Lake City, Utah, and a guy took me to the Mormon Cathedral, and I told him, I said, "Hey, is that?" Uh, What's that? He said, that's a picture of Jesus. I said, no, 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 no. That's a picture of a white boy. <laughs> Jesus. That's, Jesus. That's, that's, you and, that's you and McGregor. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, didn't, didn't you read the tablets? Jesus is from America. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. And, oh. You know, and, and you know what? How many black families had that white picture in their house? A picture, they had the picture of, they had uh, uh, John F. Kennedy. Yeah. They had Martin Luther King. Yeah, and Jesus Christ. White, white Jesus. White Jesus. White Jesus. In their house for years before somebody said, no, brother, man, don't you tell me. Well, who told you? The white man told me. Well, he's got a point. You know, the white man's the one that told me he was black, too. You know, yeah, three, what they say, you had to be, uh, if you just had a drop, you was, you know, you know, told you you was black. Yeah, but Joe Rogan, yeah, you got to be 100%. One drop doesn't Oh, you know do what it. he told him? He told him he was, he was Italian. That's what they used to do. So what happened, when they started this whole color thing, right? So you had, especially, them, they, they started saying, well, you know, they did, you know, when they took the, the, um, the, the uh, applications and they started putting, you know, they didn't, they started putting white and black and other and all that. Well, Irish, Italian, you know, and if you know, uh, if you were Hispanic and you could get away with looking, you said you were white. Jewish, they said they were white. You know, because 
that was the you know the thing you could because you didn't write Italian down anymore unless they actually said it. But when they start taking that out and putting a job application, it went white, black, you know, other George Stone. Yeah, your name is George Stone. <laughs> yeah, what was it before you changed it? Yeah. <laughs> I told I told one of the guys that I said so so you mean it didn't used to be no motherfucker you just put down where you were from yeah they didn't they, 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 that shit was that that was to separate and then the dumbest thing a friend of mine said to me you you know uh, Jackie Robinson he said you know Ty no relation by the yeah, way yeah Jackie Shout Robinson out. had nothing to do with it wasn't nothing about him hitting a baseball I said really he said no Ty they knew that brothers could make money. So they, that's why they wanted to integrate the league because they knew that black baseball was doing well and they saw that they could now make money off of it. They knew that, but Jackie Robinson wasn't the best one of the baseball players, He all, but he was the better one to, that could articulate what they wanted. So that's why they, he was more educated. That's why they picked him. He wasn't the best baseball player. Because that would have been, been, my opinion, Josh Gibson. Right. Would they they'd have drafted him or they yeah, drafted Satchel Page? Right, but those guys, yeah. were, you know, you know, they were mumblers. They, whereas here it is, you got Jackie Robinson, graduate from UCLA, you know, and he's you know he's, he's very articulate. He can speak to so he was we, a we, we, captain we, in the army. Captain in the army. We want this is the guy we yeah. want, and he the guys were smart. Yeah. Well, Branch Branch Ricky knew that that whoever Jackie, I'll put this in air quotes, whoever the Jackie Robinson was going to be, had to be perfect, no flaws, right, and would be able to take the mountain of shit he knew he was going to get right. and have to do it with, with grace that no white man had. Right. So the thing was, they, they had already saw how brothers were faster, throwing, they'd never, they said, dude, we, we can't let this out. These guys start making money. They're going to take money from us. So they looked at it as a money thing, and that's when they started integrating, and that's why, same with black business segregation was cool as long as black folks were not making any money. Once they saw black people were coming together, you bring in integration because integration will, because remember, remember all the black towns went bankrupt because they were packing up going with the white people because they said, we just signed the civil rights law and we're going to, hey, hey, they're accepting us. Bullshit. Remember, those amendments have to be enforced. If there's no one to enforce them, that didn't stop them from, you know, getting anything. What, we didn't sign the voting rights law until, what, 65? Mm-hmm. Okay, and then we signed the buy rate when you were allowed to marry the white. 67. Seven. I mean, and still, how long did it take the rednecks to even allow that shit? You still could have been down in, you know, down in Mississippi somewhere and got, I mean, they, they shot up Emmett Till's, uh, uh, they, the memorial, or, yeah. Yeah, they shot it all up with bullet holes. So I'm just saying, you know, it, it, it's amazing. You thought things came forward. You think because we're going to get a Supreme Court, I don't know what impact it's going to have. I mean, it'll just be a first. It'll be just added right up but, there with everything else. Well, but, you know, one of the things is with the Republicans complaining about, well, you know, there, there's the implication that black women aren't qualified, yeah. You know, and you're not going to be able to find one. You look at you look at the the short list of names that have been mentioned already of uh, J. Michelle Childs. She is on the U.S. District Court in South Carolina. Uh, was recently nominated to the D.C. Circuit Court, and they're actually holding off on moving that forward 
to see if she makes the the Supreme Court list, and then it's like, well, we'll just like put her in there instead right. of so holding off. Uh, Ketanji Brown Jackson uh, on the uh, U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in D.C. Well, she was she was confirmed bipartisan by the Senate uh, in a fifty three to forty four vote. Uh, you've got uh, Leandra Kruger, who is, she was the deputy U.S. solicitor under the Obama administration, currently serving on the California Supreme Court. Melissa Murray, who is a NYU law professor, certainly no slouch. Uh, someone's got to teach these people. Wilhelmina Wright, uh, currently serving on the U.S. District Court in Minnesota. So, they're, you know, it, they are qualified. How do you, but how- the, the, the thing that, you know, I think is important is it's what they're bringing as, you know, people are like, oh, that's tokenism. It's like, well, you, you point to one person currently serving on the Supreme Court who can look at laws and judge whether they're fair and whether they're being enforced fairly through the perspective of someone who has lived in this country all their life as a black woman. Can can you do that, Clarence Thomas? No, no I don't think so. Uh, Gorsuch? No, probably not. Uh, Amy Covid Barrett? No, no, she can't. Sonia Sotomayor? Mm, closer. But I like no. beer. <laughs> mm. I I like beer. Well, it's also uh, uh, yeah, rapey uh, alcoholic. We so, still don't know who paid off his all his debts and bought his house and paid his gambling debts. Mercer. Yeah. Richard Mercer. Well, it also comes down to they, my they, they found out that the reason why you uh, also took uh, black kids out of the neighborhood, and once you start educating them, they would find the best of the black kids and put them, take them out and educate them. So when they went back to and tried to culturally come back, to, they couldn't because they couldn't speak to their own people. Like, oh, you know, you're my, like my cousins would say, oh, man, you're talking white. Why are you talking like that? And so you, because you had, so what are you doing? You're separating and you're not everybody. So everybody's not getting educated. Everybody's not coming together. So you just take one or two. And so they say, see, we got some that are, that look, there's a black guy that, that's, uh, you know, that's right. got something. Thrich. But, yeah. Thrich. But, yeah, but you, you, it's, it's part of the separation process. I cannot have you coming together as a group, but I will educate a few of you. And then, but guess what? You can't talk to your people. And right now, I battle all the time with a lot of black dudes. They're highly educated, but they, nobody gets along. You know, they'll, to a certain point, we can play, but you don't trust them. Same when I was doing comedy. If you, so if you, if you were doing stand-up, um, we had uh, black one-liners. We had guys who did black improv. But you had a lot of guys that sounded like Martin Lawrence and D.L. Hughley. But what about the guy who sounded like, you know, Cosby, they didn't want him. They wanted you to be a certain way when you should have been able to embrace all of it, all the different types of comedians that we have. Dude, you know, don't but, you realize there's only one right way to be black? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and all of them think it's the wrong way. I always tell people, yeah. look, 
You know, there's, just, no, there's no one coming by with a clipboard to check your blackness. Being, it's not going to happen. Black the lynch man, when the lynch man comes, he's going to have. He's, he's not going to have a color chart. That's that's he's all a, the diversity you get. One box you, on the chart and it's checked already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't get to. There's no diversity within the community. Right. You're already you're already diverse enough. You're black. Can we right. can we just can we just do that? Yeah. I mean, and, I mean, and what screws it up also is when a black when a white cat comes in and says, "Hey, man." You know, how come you're not black? You know, you're, you're not black like the other guy, man. Or you go on an audition and say, Timon, can you be more black? What the <laughs> fuck is that? I heard that, man. I was like, Dude, when did you become an. You know, well, you know what we're looking for. You know the jive, Todd. You know, you got to do the. You know, do you speak jive? You know, you got to. I said, you know, it's like the white dude who goes into to a black comedy room and starts talking like black people, you know, doing the whole vernacular and everything. Then when they walk back out, hey, dude, you want to get a milkshake? Sure, bro. <laughs> Wait a minute, motherfucker. What did you just do? Yeah. You've been conned. You've been conned. You went in, you played into it. Hey, next next you're going to tell me that Larry the Cable Guy isn't really a redneck, nor does he install cable. Um, he doesn't install cable, but he really is a redneck. Yeah. Well... I mean, culturally, well, isn't he has Jeff become Foxworth, Foxworthy. Or, is yeah, he's, he's a, a total hick. But no, Larry's from Pennsylvania. Uh, have you been to Pennsylvania? Yes. No. I, <laughs> have you I, been to Western? I, I, I got I got relatives out there, man. Holy moly! Dude, have you been? It's crazy. I'm sorry. The dairy compounds out there. I, no, the, I'm not. Hey, four I'm generations not, I'm not raising. Saying, believe me, I'm from Illinois. I, you know, I know it's. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not all not, Chicago, baby. <laughs> Bada bing, yeah. You know, Pennsylvania Dutch got to come from somewhere. You know, it's. Uh, oh, they're the educated ones in that neighborhood. <laughs> and they don't use electricity. But but wow. Larry's got himself wow. a college education. He's you know he's I'm I'm not saying he's cream of the crop. He's not you know american royalty but you know he ain't you know sleeveless I, I, shit kicker yeah i'll tell you my, my, it's a character can we yeah talk about people playing characters let's let's talk about kid rock for about nine seconds here <laughs> that posing motherfucker grew up in bloomfield hills michigan which is outside of detroit he grew up in a gated neighborhood with a tennis court and a swimming pool next to the mansion like he parked like his american his fake redneck ass in that well, guy is just well. You know the brothers do that. They they now they go to jail to become a rapper. You, know, you go in, you got to get a murder charge, and then you. Uh, yeah, I just I <laughs> didn't read the whole story. No, I, I saw something in the news this morning about a guy who I don't know if he shot a cop. He shot someone, yeah. and paid his bail with his advance from his label. Right. Oh yeah. my word. Yeah, the, the 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 black dude who was killed with the two he got stabbed in the neck by the you know I mean. He was a nobody beforehand, and then he became popular. But you know, he talked some shit about someone, and they think he snitched. You know, and so oh. they so the, so nowadays gangs will put a, you know, keep a will put a um, bounty on it. Oh yeah, they'll kill your ass. Did you you? I got a kid now. He's gonna play. He's, he's a great script writer, but uh, he got he killed a, a kid's father who was a gang member. And they know he's going to placement, and they know when he gets out, he says, man, they probably kill me. But, so I'm about to get rich. I said, you getting rich? He said, yeah. Shit, man, shit, my my my, my Instagram page, I'm up to at least 20000 now, shit. I said, but you ain't going to spend that money. You'll be on the run for most of your life because, you know, these, these, these motherfuckers will kill you. You saw the party that got shot up. Yeah, yeah. 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 That girl, can you imagine you threw your own birthday party, and also it's your funeral also? <laughs> 
They killed her and her sister. She didn't even get to blow the candles out. She was dead in the first 90 minutes of the party. Oh, man. Shot it up with, I mean, like uh, submachine guns. 40 rounds. They said bullet holes were everywhere. You know, so, I mean, hey, I, I don't know about the, you know, our generation or what it's, you know, they're, they're you know, you know, they're our next generation. They're, no, I don't know these people. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if you've ever talked to a 16-year-old. Have you talked to one lately? No. Good, good. They think they're very, very smart. Uh-oh. You know, they, yeah. I remember me at 16. I was dumb. <laughs> they, these Hope, are, Hopeful, but they, dumb. These guys don't tell you they're dumb. These guys will tell you they're geniuses. Oh, dear. Holy moly. And that's even the one. See, now you don't give me cause. you don't motherfucker. She. I said, can you write that down? That <laughs> shit. <laughs> Cracks me up when they go into that whole deal. What you what you doing, old man? I said, yeah, I'm an old man. I guess I am, but I wasn't as stupid as your ass was at your age. God damn, you See, motherfuckers are dumb. I got to be an old man by not being you. Yeah. Oh, you ever been to jail? Oh yeah. All it took was one time for me to go. <laughs> Actually, I went to jail at four years old. Wasn't my fault. My brother. <laughs> Was robbing the house across the street, and I was the lookout. At four? Yeah. Well, well they had to take me, too, <laughs> because I, he was my babysitter. <laughs> I didn't know he was going to rob the house across the street. <laughs> yeah, and I ended up, I was in the police car, and my sister was walking by and going, I went, hey, how you doing? <laughs> and my sister's like, oh, my God. Oh, time in it. That's what she called. When she called my mother, she, all she said, oh, mama, time in it, and went to jail. <laughs> he's four what'd he do yeah 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 i was only the lookout because when the when the police officer came i remember just like i said he said your brother been in here his name was randolph big big black dude yeah police sergeant randolph and he come in he's uh is my brother here is your brother no 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 not the dude with the television in his hand uh the guy over there that's that's my brother benny he's my big brother really we going to jail? Hey, Benny, he said we going to jail. Said, we all going to jail? Yes, we all going to jail. Hey, can I ride in the front? Yeah, no problem. Turn the siren on. Show up, you know. Oh, yeah. And my mother, the only thing my mom would say, I'm not beating him. I'm not beating him, Ship. I'm not be- I beat that boy. I'm tired of beating that boy. And my dad took my brother in the bathroom. About as big as Dave's bathroom, those tiny bathroom. I said, and I, and I said, Mom, what's going on with Dad? In, been in the bathroom? She, he's in there wearing his ass out because he was jumping out of the tub in the tub, out of the tub in the tub. <laughs> Tied him on a chandelier. What? Yeah. <laughs> was the only way to keep him from running. So he tied my brother on a chandelier, and I walked by with my popsicle, and I said, Hey, man. Hey, Ben. It was cool going to jail with you, bro. Yeah. Oh, did Daddy put you up there? Yeah, yeah, because he couldn't go to. Uh, uh. <laughs> Good Lord! Yeah, they call it they call that child abuse today. Well, dude, <laughs> okay, yeah, that's what they say. Just no one making the calls back then. But if the, if there was, they also would have called that child abuse. Oh man! Hey, hey, hey! You know we can't judge. They don't did what they wanted. They did what they had to do to control the children. You know, could have been worse. There, you know, there were good parents on both sides. Yeah, on both sides. <laughs> yeah. My buddy Randy, his dad tied him to a tree. Left him out there all night. Oh, my God. He didn't cut the grass, Jeff. 
You forgot to cut the dress. Too much rope. I think that was the problem. Just right. too, Good. you know. I cut you, him loose. I know take... this because I saw him out there. He'd been out there all night. He had that uh, that morning dew on him. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah, he'd been out there. Yeah. yeah. I said, you going to school? Yeah, I'm going, bro. Yeah, can you cut me loose? <laughs> Good grief. You would have thought that dad would have just made him mow the lawn. Well, much but, simpler. Uh, well, he, he you get a well, whole he night to it. look at the lawn. He <laughs> didn't do it when his dad told him to do it. Okay, and the dad got pissed, and you know. But that's what they would do. They would just snap like that, you know. Although, you know, I got to say, tying your kid to a tree, probably, and depending on how tight the rope is, again. better better than beating the fuck out of him. Yeah, well, you got guys who parents did that too. Oh no, absolutely. Yeah. Look, you know, it, but it, it, yeah, I mean, if and you, you and got, there are of course other options beyond just those two, but between those two, I think the the tying up is uh, a, a little more humane than, Jeff, than you the straight remember, up beat. Yeah, like he said, we're from the Midwest and you know Illinois, state of Illinois, and this is the same town that we weren't allowed to grow grass in the front yard. Yeah, the brother. No, that was the neighbors. That wasn't the wall. Well, well, but was that no, an, but, was it like an HOA thing? Well, everybody had dirt, and, and if other black people saw you trying to get grass in your yard, you know they thought you were trying to be white. Oh, yeah. good grief! Yeah, you were trying to be white. So, did, you know. so everybody just had dirt lawns, or did people like grow food in the front yard? Well, well no, no. The you one really that, overestimate the uh, yeah. the Midwest <laughs> in the seventies. Yeah, I guess so. It was a white <laughs> woman. The first time I saw a manicured lawn. Of the white woman, Miss Mary, beautiful yard. I mean, just lined up, flowers, everything. And I—that's the first time I ever saw. It. I never saw a lawn done. And my dad wanted that, but the brother came across the street and he walked over to my dad. My dad had it lined off and everything, and and he just said to him, "What you doing, bro? Trying to grow grass?" He said, oh, "Yeah, yeah." He said, "Hmm. Well, why can't you have dirt like the rest of us?" <laughs> Dang. He said it to my dad. I'll never forget it. He said, as, as he walked away, he looked back and he said, you trying to be white, ain't you? <laughs> just, I said, you goddamn white folks. No, bro. I'm trying to be French. No. The French had the lawns. They <laughs> stuck us with the fucking lawn. Thank you, Louis. Yeah. You bastard. Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. You got, you <laughs> know, grief. you get an education, you're trying to be white. You know, and then they connected the whole Uncle Tom thing to that, which, but that's not true. Because right. Uncle Tom was actually the one that was helping the slaves. Right. It wasn't, you know, but you can't try explaining that to a black dude. You lose your mind. Or your teeth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lordy. But you're going to lose something. And, uh, Let's not lose the whole day. Let's uh, let's wrap this up. I think that's a good point to, to slow it down. But I want to thank you guys for being here today. Jeffrey Scott Hendrick, always a pleasure. Thank you, sir. Should you so desire. Where can people catch up with you and what you've got going on online or a person of the Gummy News Week? Don't do it. <laughs> I can't tell you because of the goddamn NDAs I sign every day at work, David. You know this. You know I can't tell you anything. Don't eat your turkey. It's spoiled. I, <laughs> I do know this, but I like to, you know. You like, like to torture like, me. Well, you I like, like to, to share with the listeners. It's, yeah. you know, big things big things on the, the horizon. They, the show that I've been working on is really, really wonderful. And season three of it is going to blow your freaking mind, people. Right on. So, yay for that. Well, uh, also, look forward to that. Uh, the State Farm ad that I'm in with uh, the wonderful Monty Williams, the head coach of the Phoenix Suns, should be running any minute, so... Um, if you don't change the channel, you might see me. <laughs> right on. We will be looking for that and and 
look forward to having you back here. Uh, All right. Sometime soon. So thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Mr. Time and Ship, always a pleasure <laughs> to have you with us. He's laughing about that. <laughs> no, I'm just laughing because we're so goofy. And, and you didn't have any coffee. No, <laughs> you don't need any. I don't need coffee. Boy, howdy. <laughs> Time and Ship. As always, thank you so much for being with us. Should you so desire, uh, where can people catch up with you and what you've got going on online or in person in the coming days, weeks, and months? I desire you to know that I <laughs> can fire time and, at uh, Time and Ship at Twitter, Time and Ship at Facebook, Time and Ship at Instagram, and you can also get me at Time and Ship at Weebly.com, which is my website, and uh, as well as you can get my CD, Universal Brother, Comedy CD, that is, as well as you can get my book, My East St. Louis, on Amazon.com. And and many more stories of uh, lawn growing and, and tying children <laughs> to trees. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Burnt pussy and all that. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, you got to read the book if you want to know more. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing about it. Well, thank you. Thank you for being here. Look forward to seeing yeah. you next week week me i'm i'm dr david robinson you can catch me online not on instagram that often but when i am i am the dr robinson uh when i am on the facebook i am dr david robinson and on the twitter i am at stand up fall down and if you've made it this far into the show you probably already know but it bears repeating that we are on the socials as well on the facebook all spelled out let's be treasonable and on the Twitter, we are at L-E-T-S-B-T-R-E-A-S-O-N-A-B-L. We take off the E's and pass the savings on to you, the listener. Speaking of you, the listener, I want to thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, tell everyone you know, rate and review us on the platforms where you're listening, even the platforms where you're not, if you've got the time and inclination. And if you didn't like what you heard, well, sorry to hear that. Not sure why you're still here. But thank you for sticking around. Make you a deal. You don't tell anyone. We won't tell anyone. Everybody's happy. Sounds good to you. Sounds good to me. We will be back next week in one form or another. Until then, goodbye. goodbye.